two to tie. Michigan will have to bring it. Oh, he walked. He walked and the referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he calls it too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many, and so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge mental mistake. Mental mistake. All right, we're back. Week five. No timeouts here with the usual crew. We're on a roll, guys. How's it going? How are y'all feeling? It's been a crazy NFL season so far. What's 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 going on with y'all? I'm cool, man. It has been a crazy NFL season. Uh, a lot of unpredicted, you know, teams doing better than we thought. A lot of teams that we thought would be good aren't doing as well as we thought they would. It, it's a little chaotic. But, you know, it's the beginning of the season. I feel like that's often how it is. Things start to mellow out as the season progresses. Yeah, it's a lot of randomness happening right now. Yeah. Cooper Rush is 3-0. It's, it's, it's just a lot of randomness happening. I don't, I don't understand the NFL right now. Geno Smith leaves the league in uh, completion percentage. Like, it's a little crazy right now. No, that's crazy. Think about the teams right now that I'm about to list off that are 2-2 two and two or better. The Seahawks. The Falcons. The Jaguars, the Giants, the Giants. <sighs> uh, any anyone else here that I that I'm missing in terms of the Jets? All teams that are at least two and two or better right now, as we go into Week Five. All teams that I think were candidates for worst team in the league. If you got asked that, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all two and two. So it's been a, it's been a crazy season so far. Um, I don't know what what's been the biggest takeaway for you guys, uh, particularly you know last week. What was the biggest takeaway y'all y'all had from week four? Uh, I'll start with you, Pope. My biggest takeaway is the Super Bowl hangover is affecting these teams and the Rams more than the Bengals. It looks like the Bengals looks like you know Joe Burrow just missed the offseason and they kind of just have a bunch of chemistry issues, a brand new offensive line. They got some growing pains. They'll work it out. The Rams, I'm actually concerned about. They're one of the league's highest payrolls, and they are not performing the way that they should be performing because there's no wiggle room. There's no moves to make. They've traded all their picks. They're up against the cap every single year for the next three of them. And, it, I mean, is there another white wide receiver that we can give Matt Stafford so he can give someone else the ball? Because I don't He does not like Allen Robinson. Bro, Allen doesn't like Allen Robinson, bro. <laughs> Allen Robinson doesn't like getting open. I, I at all. <laughs> at all. Matt Stafford for not getting Allen Robinson. That was not even looking in his direction. I mean, no. Allen Robinson doesn't get any separation. That's true. But, like, yeah. he, he can make some jump balls. You know, you have to When's look at his direction. When's the last time you see Allen Robinson make a jump ball? <laughs> like, he, like did, for real. He, did, he did, like, what? Uh, the goal line touchdown, the only touchdown he scored. And then he scored another one, but they called it back, like, what, last week or two weeks? I only know this because that was the one week I was going against a guy that had Allen Robinson in his fantasy lineup and Allen Robinson cooked just off of those touchdowns, the goal line touchdowns. Nah, Allen Robinson is like – But he's trash right he, now. He's like he's a Kelvin Benjamin. But I, I, I and do – And the Rams signed him to a three-year deal. Yeah, very very nasty work. I mean, I think Odell could come in and, and save the day a little bit for them, but I think to your po point, Pope, and honestly, it's the, the biggest weakness on both teams that you mentioned that were in the Super Bowl is that, you know, both of their offensive lines are are weak. Like, you know, obviously the Bengals wasn't good last year, but we thought it'd be a lot better with all the, you know, transactions that they made to try and improve it. 
Uh, and then with the Rams, you know, they came in last, you know, on Monday night with two starters out and then the center got hurt. And, you know, they haven't been able to run the ball even a little bit this whole season. And, you know, Matt Stafford hasn't, you know, hasn't had a lot of time either. You know, I know they're, you know, one of the top teams, if not the top team right now in, in sacks given up. Uh, so that's, so to your point, like both of those offensive lines have been awful and it's shows. Abysmal. You know, with and both. the since he revamped and rehauled their entire offensive line, just about right, yeah. it looks trash. I mean, you didn't ask me for two takeaways, but the one that I really wanted to say <laughs> is how bad the Bears are. I no, the Bears I are am, terrible. I know I they're two and two. Shocked, Another they're two awful. Two yeah, but they I am suck. shocked how and like I'm... I was. I went back <laughs> and looked at the replay because the stats and the box score from the Giants Bears game this last weekend is unbelievable. Let me – I can read you the wide receiver stats for the New York Giants, who won the game, by the way, 20-12. to 12. They have three total receptions by a wide receiver. The longest one was 11 yards. Wow. Did Daniel Jones play? Daniel wow. Jones played, got hurt. Tyrod Taylor came in and also got hurt. But oh, no. they, they're, they're wide receivers right now. Darius Slayton caught one pass for 11 yards. Richie James, one pass for nine yards. And David Seals, one pass for five yards. And the Giants won that game. Yeah, the Bears are trash. Right. I mean, they have literally no offense. They, they don't know what to do on offense. To re- I don't know. Is that, Joseph is that doesn't really have any receivers. They don't like Darnell Mooney. Like, I don't know what's hey, happening. Are y'all saying this? Is this a coaching thing or a Justin Fields thing? Like, I, think, he, I think, I think it was possible to get worse from Matt Nagy, and they did with Eberflus. I mean, he's a defensive guy. <laughs> he is. He was a defensive coordinator for the Colts last year. He's a defensive guy. I don't think they were the looking The Giants just it. put up 20 points, and they've had a grand total of eight completions, nine completions, and one pick for less than 80 yards total. I mean, yeah, uh, that's nasty. Look, I'm not. I mean, Saquon Barkley got 31 carries and had 146 yards. But again, you're the defensive guy. You're taking over a team that had a decent defense. They lost Khalil Mack, but they had a decent defense. Roquan Smith is still there. Eddie Jackson is still there. I mean, it shouldn't be this bad, is what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't be. No, that's that's fair. Curry, Curry, what what about you? What 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 was your biggest takeaway from Week Four? I kind of had two takeaways, but they kind of coincide with each other. Um. It's really that to me. So I've been a hater of the NFC East my entire life. Like I hate all four teams. Uh, I think they're I think they're consistently trash. I love making fun of them. But to me, they're no longer the worst division of football. I think they've been the worst division of football for maybe like the last ten years. You know, I know the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I know the Giants won it. You know, twenty eleven or whatever. But like those they're are just kind of outliers. They're outliers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, I think the Eagles are legitimate contenders at the moment. The Cowboys look good. I mean, Cooper Rush has three wins. That's kind of insane. Like, the defense is doing enough. I mean, they. I mean, the commanders are what's really, like, holding them down or whatever. Like, if they could just look a, a little bit more competent, you know, I'd have the NFC East in higher regards. But, yeah, I don't think they're the worst um, division of football anymore. I think they have two teams that are legitimate contenders. The NFC is just wide open to me in general. You know, uh, especially compared to the AFC, but um, yeah, I think that title now belongs to the NFC South, and that is my Wait, takeaway. More than the worse than the AFC South, I think so. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> the NFC South sucks. Bro. I mean, they're both they're both bad. So I, mean, I think so. 
it's not a it's not a it's not a there's no wrong answer here <laughs> you know like both teams both no both there's teams. a wrong answer the afc south is trash i don't know the nfc south is terrible i mean Tampa's there. Atlanta technically has a positive record. Atlanta so, sucks, bro. They had what the six only, completions total. Yeah, the AFC South has two teams with a positive record as well. Yeah, but know. the Titans and the Jaguars. I, I mean, come on. Hey, the Jaguars. Tampa, the Jaguars is beating the hell out of the Jaguars. Let's call a spade a spade. I don't know. I don't know that. Yes, you do know that. I don't know that. Yes, you do. <laughs> like, come on. Like, we're not going to play ourselves here, okay? I love – I, you know I'm a Tampa homer. Beat the hell out. down on Tampa. Yes. Yes, they will. Mm. I don't know. Okay, Have you well, seen Tampa's defense lately? Like, do you see what Trevor Lawrence just went through with Philly? Like, uh, anyways, we'll, we'll move on. I don't want to go there. Uh, what I will say, though, is the Panthers and Saints are bottom-tier teams. I think the Falcons are, too. The Saints just terrible. gave – the Saints just gave the Vikings some competition with Andy Dalton at quarterback. So to me, I think personally the Panthers and Saints are quarterbacks away from being right back into at least decent or respectable teams. I think they just have bad quarterbacks. Why so does Atlanta? But why do the Saints play so conservatively with James as um a Buccaneers fan? You know what I'm saying? They like, haven't so far. So I don't know. Was, whenever I watch it, it's very conservative. Like well, he very, only played like, like one game, and he's fresh off of ACL. But yeah. last year was Sean Payton, and Sean Payton played Jameis for four years and was like, you're not going to kill us with your turnovers. So he made him play conservative, and they had the horses this year. Alvin Kamara has a rib injury. Mark Ingram is washed. You just saw Latavius Murray look like the best thing smoking in, you know, New Orleans for the last, like, all season so far. And he just but, went to Denver. Yep. And he just went to Denver. So, um, to me, I think the new coach is just like, we got Olave, we got Landry, we got all these weapons. Jameis, let it fly, right? But I just, I don't, I'm at a loss, right? Because on one hand, I do want Jameis to succeed. But on the other hand, it's, it's you got to, you need something different, man. Jameis is not the answer there. Just like Baker isn't the answer in Carolina. Just like Mariota isn't the answer in Atlanta, but I like the teams and I like the coaches they have, except Matt Rule. He's trash. <laughs> but other than that, I think the NFC South is right now, we're licking our wounds, but the NFC North is led by Kirk Cousins, who just had a, a they needed a last minute field goal to beat the worst team in the NFC South, and they're leading their division right now. So I don't know. Lions and yeah. Bears are abysmal. The Packers are my Super Bowl pick. But the, the Lions have an offense. They just have a terrible defense. They can they're one in three. They lost. Like like, like they're losing to teams that they shouldn't even lose to. They're <laughs> outscoring everybody and also getting outscored. It's unfathomable, yeah. really. They let the Seahawks go 48 or though. That's crazy. Gino I'm, I'm just saying, after what we've seen, records be damned, right? The Bears won one game that was literally a torrential downpour. Like, nobody could see, okay? It was puddles everywhere. So, I'm taking one win away from them, damn it. But <laughs> if you're giving me the Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and then the AFC South and the NFC North, I'm going to take the NFC South. And I know Tampa lost the Green Bay, but, I mean, come on. We had literally Cole Beasley as our starting wide receiver. Like, relax. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. I, get I, don't, it. I don't. I don't trust that division. I think the whole NFC North is trash. I think, the NFC, like I said, the NFC is just wide open to me. They're just. I don't think know, it's wide I open see. anymore. I think it's Phillies to lose. 
I mean, no one looks better than Philly right now. Period in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. No I one mean, looks better. That was, than that's and that was my takeaway actually that the Eagles are right now far and away the best team in the league. I I I, mean, I know it's only, it's only week four, so you know this can change, but you know. Mm-hmm. All the Jalen Hurts MVP, all the Eagles two Super Bowl bets, like it, the the odds are still not terribly low yet. It's time. It's time to time to time to place those bets, like because like they're just they're just the only team that I feel like honestly are is the, is a complete team. Like they're the only team that I feel like can win a game a different way each week. You know, I feel like each week yeah. has had a different player really stand out. Week one was A.J. Brown. Week two was Hurts. Week three was Devonta Smith. Last last week was Miles Sanders, you know. And then their defense has been consistent. I mean, they played the Jaguars pretty well and didn't have two or three corners. Darius Slay was hurt. Maddox was hurt. Uh, and, you know, and now Bradbury gets a pick. Now, you know, Hassan Reddick gets two sacks. And they get, and instead of interceptions, now they're getting fumbles. You know what I mean? Like, they, like, like if someone is slacking, there's someone else is picking up the slack. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's why I'm not really too worried about Hertz. I know he was the one question going into it, but when the offensive line is good, when you've got two good receivers, when you've got a backfield with two or three running backs, you know, plus Hertz can run as well. And then a defense that, that also is good. I mean, we like, you know, Nicobe Dean as a, as a nice, you know, third, fourth round pick linebacker. And he hasn't even played a snap yet. They don't need him to play. They've got a great linebacking core. They don't even need it. They don't even need them playing. Oh, they definitely have the talent. They have the horses. My only, and this is like the the nitpickiest of nitpicks is they literally don't face any competition but one week this year. Their schedule is so cake I mean, that I think they'll get bored and they'll have to sustain this all year, right? Because they're hot now. They're not hot going into the playoffs when you want to be. They're hot now. They have to sustain it. Like, I'm going to take it back. They beat the Lions, the Vikings, the Commanders. And the Jaguars were their first real test, but we didn't have – the Jaguars aren't some powerhouse. They, they've they been playing well this year so far. But, 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 to, but to our point in the conversation, how many powerhouses are there in general? Who do they need to play? And for? they don't play any of them. Well, then that's, they, I mean, don't, they don't – they have literally one hard game on their schedule, and that's Green Bay, November 27th. Other honestly, than that – and honestly, until they get to the Super Bowl, they might not even have to play anyone hard because who else in the NFC are you even putting close to them? Nobody. The best team in the NFC is maybe the Packers. It's, it's the Packers in Tampa. Tampa and like you know, like and neither. And I'm not counting. I don't think that's a negative quote. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's. A, a I, think, I think that's a negative. I don't think it's a negative because that's what says a nitpick. They're the only team in the league right now who's taking care of business. I it's know like, that, but last year, like all right. So last year it was the same pattern, right? Last year they played a very hard schedule early, and everybody counted them out. Then they went on this winning streak and okay, won like this team is a, way better than last year. Like I, th- I can say, I, I hear you, but so the point is, they went on this winning streak, beating a whole bunch of bum teams, and they got to the wild card round. And Tampa destroyed Jalen Hurts because they took away his one read, and he couldn't go to the other ones. So. Without well, facing actual competition that. and gliding through the regular season, and then you your first test was the playoffs against a real defense and a D coordinator, and he 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 got blasted. I mean, no, that's true, but I also think you're not giving him enough credit in terms of improvement because when I watch him play, I don't think that he's the same quarterback that's been stuck on one read. No, he's drastically changed, in yeah. my opinion. He's just yeah, not consistent with it. And I've asked my Philly fans to confirm this, and they're like, no. He'll still halfway through the game go through like it's one read or I'm running. He doesn't go through the other progressions yet. 
Right now, we got A.J. Brown getting a little nicked up. Devonta Smith has a little ankle problem. So they're starting to get a little hurt. And, I mean, that was my only concern that I think could really hurt them is going to be them getting bored and injuries. Other than that, they're the front runners. They have to be. Yeah, for sure. But now if we're yeah. getting to the point now where a team is so good, we're worried about us, they're going to get bored, and that's the best team in the league. Well, <laughs> I didn't say that they're so good they'll get bored. I'm saying they're playing trash for the rest of the year. But even but you still got to be playing complete trash. Time. You still got to be playing good no matter who you're playing. Yeah, if, it's if every given Sunday. Bad, it's the NFL. Bro, if you're playing bad, then you can lose to a team who's also playing. Look, the Chiefs, they didn't take care of business against an awful Colts team. So I can't Correct. put right now on the exact same level as the Eagles, who's taking care of business of every team. Now, we'll see. Like, to your point, it's a long season. And now, will they be able to do this for through week 17, week 18, and then three extra weeks in the playoffs? I don't know. But right now, they're the only team that I can say has beaten, not only beaten the teams, but have pretty handedly beaten these teams. Like, you know, like they didn't even, they didn't even trail against the Vikings. They, they, you know they, I mean? they beat the Vikings and Commanders handily. They yeah, lost. Like, they won know, by three to the Lions, who we just were asking, like, what is going on in Detroit? Oh, yeah, but they right? were up 10, and then the Lions scored a garbage time touchdown again. Right. And they made the score close. The game was over. Yeah. The, but... game, was over. the game was over from, from the second quarter. The Lions were down 17. Scoring points and keeping it relatively close, like they that's a game to me. They also dominated the Jags, got up on them 14 0. And I think that was the first test where you're like, Whoa, the Eagles didn't start off strong, and then the Eagles start 29, 29 straight, points. straight points. Like, Yo. you know what I'm saying? Like, they did. yeah, so they're to me, but the, it's the Jaguars. Like, when would, I, I just want to temper these expectations. The toughest team they've played so far in four weeks is the Vikings right now, and mm-hmm. we don't agree that the Vikings are a good team. I, well, I think the Vikings are solid, but I'll say to, to kind of, you know, before we go on to our next topic, we started off this this saying that, you know, the, the good teams are bad and the bad teams are good. It's been a lot of chaos, and the Eagles have been the only team that's been consistent so far. Fair. Yeah. So that's – and so that, that really stood out to me uh, in terms of uh, week four. Um, but, yeah, I know, you know, talking about Hurts, talking about quarterback play uh, – I think that's also been something that's really been interesting and probably part of the reason why we've had such variance is the quarterback play. Like you look at, you know, Geno Smith is putting up better numbers than Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Jacoby Brissett's look decent. A lot of these quarterbacks that we thought were going to be bad have actually been decent. So do y'all see that trend continuing throughout the year or, or, or no, level? I don't think so. Yeah. It's the beginning of the season. I mean, we saw Joe Flacco throw for four touchdowns and a comeback victory. You know, yeah, I mean, even Zach Wilson came in and looked pretty decent. Yeah. That's the beginning of the season. I, mean, I think, I think a lot of defensive coordinators, I don't want to say they're getting lazy, but it's hard for them to go week to week to week and game plan for all of these different quarterbacks and offenses that these offensive uh you know, play callers, they're making these plays a lot easier. They're changing up the route concepts. Everybody's kind of in the same Shanahan and McVay playbook right now, and defenses can't really adjust that much. So I I don't – I'm glad to see it happen, right? I was tired of seeing the same old names come up there and do well. I just don't think it's sustainable. Not Geno Smith, not Jared Goff, not these guys that we know are going to regress. We're just waiting for it. But I will say they've looked better than people that came into the season with, like, I don't know, high expectations, like the Baker Mayfields, who's looking like he needs to go get a job at Kroger soon. And, like, some of these other guys that 
We're just we're just like, what is happening? The Daniel Jones experiment, right? All he needed was Brian Dable. There's still NFL players saying that Daniel Jones is the second Josh Allen now that he has Dable. We just needed to give him some time and a good coach and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, he sucks. Like, there's no, there's no Mitch Trubisky, like all these guys that were, you know, high in the quarterback power rankings or like in that mid-tier. I just don't see it. I will say yeah. real quick on Mr. Bisky, uh, Kenny Pickett came in and looked pretty decent. Like, I mean, now I know the stats say he threw three interceptions. One was a Hail Mary, and two of them were dropped. Every other pass was a completion. He actually looked pretty decent. I actually think the Steelers might be able to turn things around a little bit now that yeah. they've, they've, they've realized that Mr. Trubisky's awful. I, I mean, we, we all knew at some point that Mitch was getting benched. You know, it was only yeah. a matter of time. I mean, you drafted a first-round quarterback. Yeah. Right. But Mike Tomlin, but Mike Tomlin, he was being so stubborn. Like they said that Kenny Pickett wasn't even getting first team reps this this past week. He just made the switch at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, Mike Tomlin comes from the old guard, right? You keep your quarterbacks is about confidence, so you you never let your guy sway until. Uh, actually, there's a that's the Mike Tomlin quote, right? I'll tolerate you till I can replace you. Yeah, and he, he tolerated Mr. Trubisky until we got to about halftime, and he realized his team was dead and needed a spark. They put in Pickett, and Pickett actually gave him a spark. And the entire wide receivers, like every single one of them that you heard quotes from Claypool, uh, Pickens, Deontay Johnson, all of them said, no, keep Pickett, like, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. it was like we don't care if he threw 70 picks, like, please keep him in. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually looked confident. George Pickens had his best game. It was from a quick fantasy perspective, he looked at George Pickens a lot. Hey, I'm going to just say this, just throwing it out there. If Pickett looks good next week, send Mitch to the Giants. Reunite with Dable. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. Jones. I don't know. I don't think that's worth it. Yeah. Jones, Daniel Jones has an ankle injury and Tyrod's hurt. What are we going to sign Mike Glennon? I say we like I'm a Giants fan, but I'm just just throwing it out there. Just I mean, I guess it's possible. I hear you. Yeah. Reading the tea leaves, it just if makes both, sense. If both, right? of those, if both of those guys are out for the year or have serious injuries, like you know, like it's like a sprained ankle for Daniel. Like they'll be back. You know what I mean? So I can see if you know we're talking about torn ACLs from your both your quarterbacks or something. Uh, I mean, but though I mean, not that Trubisky is that guy, right? But Daniel Jones is definitely not that guy, right? Like we know that for a fact. I mean, no, no, is there anybody wild. that's still holding out hope? No, I don't think so. But also, I wouldn't say that Mitch Trubisky is an upgrade in any way. At least Daniel Jones is running. I'll give him that. At least he's going. At least he's going to tuck that thing and run. I don't even. Mitch Trubisky not even doing that. I, that's true. That yeah, I'm surprised true. he's not running more. You know, I mean, his arm looks terrible. So why not? But Daniel <laughs> Jones is like literally aiming the ball at defenders now. Like, <laughs> like every time he drops back, it's a clip on Twitter, and it's in the wrong way. Like. It, I don't know. I, I don't understand how Giants fans even go through that. Like they're I mean, running Saquon into the ground. This is the crazy. Only, the only thing I'll say is the receiver core is bad. The line, the the offensive line is not the best. So I mean, not to say that he's good, but they're definitely not really helping him either in terms of the weapons. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it, you know whether it's Daniel Jones or Mr. Bisky is. It's not really moving me either way. Honestly, if Tyrod might be better than both of them. I mean, I felt I bad for Saquon. I mean, he looks really good this season, and I hope it's oh, not he's wasted on the whole team. On his yeah, backpack. I hope it's not wasted on Daniel Jones all season, but <laughs> probably will. Be. He's wasted like a whole career with just dud quarterbacks, man, and a yeah. terrible GM. I feel so bad for Saquon because he's he's really a good. He's like a star. I feel like he's a star in the NFL, but we yeah, could come no, down to Baltimore. 
All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to do our recap of our picks from last week and then give the folks some locks in uh, upset uh, for week five. All right. And we're back. Um, you know, we have we've been pretty good with these picks so far, guys. I mean, week three and you both went two and oh, I went one and one this week. I went one and one. I know. I think both, I think we all went one and one. So, yeah. So at least we're getting something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I can I safe to say that, that I think we're doing well so far. Uh, I know last week I had the Cowboys as my favorite, which I honestly should have put, you know, a thousand dollars. I was so confident. I don't even know why. I mean, really just because, you know, Carson Wentz, it just seemed very obvious. Uh, and then I, I had the Bucks when they were, I know they ended up as the favorite, but I, you know, bet them or said to bet, said I was going to bet them when they were still an underdog. Uh, ended up not betting either game, actually. Didn't, didn't do much betting last week, but uh, yeah. And then, Kari, who, who did you have last last week? Um, I had the Broncos as the favorite against the Raiders, and obviously that did not happen. Uh, the Raiders kind of they picked it up. Uh, they caught me by surprise, and it's what it is, I guess. And then I chose the Cardinals over the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers were just terrible. Uh, they continued that trend. Um, as a favorite, Cardinals as a favorite over the Panthers. Um. Yeah, I hope the Baker Mayfield looks terrible. Matt Rule looks terrible. They're my favorite bad team to watch this season. Uh, I like yeah. it. It's must see TV. I appreciate that. Who 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 was your pick? So I was let down. Um, my lock was the Lions over the Seahawks, and I got Geno'd. So mm. Lions defense, Gino's man, it's just. I, I really hope they don't clean house because I like the Lions after watching Hard Knocks and all the coaches and they're all vets. Like I, I'm I mess with the Lions, man. Anyways, so yeah, the Lions let me down and my upset pick actually cashed, which was the Cardinals over the Panthers. Oh, all right, yeah, well, yeah. nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, we'll get to the the picks for this week. I'll start it off. Uh, week five. Uh, this is this is a lot different than last week in terms of the spreads. Uh, a lot of big spreads, a lot of spreads, a touchdown or more. I mean, we got our first two touchdown spread with the Bills minus 14 over the Steelers. Uh, I, well, I wouldn't pick the Steelers to win, but two touchdowns seems like a lot, knowing that Kenny Pickett is now the starter. Um, but that's I guess a lot of confidence. I mean, yeah, I mean, 14 points is a lot of points. Yeah, that's uh, true. You know, a lot of a lot of points, and I think you know, if Mr. Trubisky was back there, I'd I'd feel it, but. My lock, my favorite that I that I feel confident in. Um, I alluded to it in the last um segment we had, and I'm I'm gonna have to ride with the Eagles. You know, I don't think the Cardinals are very good. I know the Cardinals are at home. The Eagles are getting five points, which I think is very low. I expected it to be a touchdown. Um, you know, I know the Cardinals are two and two, uh, but they beat the Panthers you just talked about are bad and then they beat Vegas in that crazy game that they came back and won in overtime and they were probably should have lost and were losing the majority of the game and you know got outplayed probably overall uh I just don't think they're very good you know they lost to the Rams you know and the Rams aren't that great and then they got killed by the Chiefs uh so I'm expecting I'm expecting 200 yards on the ground from the Eagles you know I'm, you know, I'm expecting just it's a lot of bully bullying uh you know 
I don't think Kyler is going to be that great against the pass rush of the Eagles. Um, hopefully Darius Slay is back. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm yeah. riding with the Eagles for sure. He's going to lock Hollywood up. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, you know, Hollywood, I mean, Hollywood's cool, but he's he's not that guy. He's been playing well though. I'm I'm happy yeah. for him. You know. It looks good. Um, I'll go second, I guess. So there were a few locks that I was looking at. I think this is like you said, um, this is a lot more different than previous weeks have been. Um, but the easiest lock to me, um, I'm going Titans over the Commanders. I mean, they're playing at home, but yeah, commanders don't really get home field advantage, you know. So playing at home. And it's only two and a half points. Um, you know, that's less than a fucking field goal. So I mean the commanders look terrible. Um, I think the Titans are kind of getting into their groove. I think the Titans often, uh, especially in the Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill era, they start off a little, uh, you know, but Derrick Henry kind of has to get into that groove. They have to get it together. Um, they're starting to target Robert Woods a little bit more. Traylon Burke still is good. I think he's hurt, but I don't think that'll um, matter too much against the commanders. I don't think there's their pass rush is looking bad. I mean, their secondary is terrible. Uh, their offense – it's terrible. They're just a bad team. Um, so that would be my favorite for the week. Titans over commanders. Yeah. I honestly thought that that line would be a little higher. That kind of it scares me a little in terms of feeling kind of trappy. Yeah. I, the commanders are like a bottom five team. Like they're they're bad. Uh, <laughs> and the Titans are getting momentum. So it felt a little trappy, but I, you know, I'm I not not mad at it at all. Uh, you know, I can't talk too it's... much because I picked a road favorite as well, but the road favorites always bother me a little yeah and i i can agree it does feel a little trappy um but the commanders are just so bad to me it feels trappy but at the same time it's just the most obvious lot to me so you know what i'm saying no, that's fair but what about you pope what were you looking at um my lock is it's going to be a homer pick so i am taking tampa at minus nine over atlanta uh, Tom Brady just hired I'm divorce not. lawyers, so he's about to go absolutely crazy in this game in Atlanta. And I just I can't wait. I think Atlanta lost uh, Cordell Patterson, who is basically fifty percent of their offense, and they're just going to be forced to throw jump balls to Drake London and Marcus Mariota scrambling around. So I just think that this game in general is going to be Tom Brady's uh, fu to the world on I, as a whole. I was about to say to Giselle. <laughs> she did not show up to Tampa's last home game. So. Hey, the, the Falcons 4-0 against the spread so far. I, I'll take Tampa. I'm just saying, I'm just just letting you know. I, did you guys hear the rumor that, uh, well, I don't even know if it's a rumor. I don't even know what you call it, but people are saying that that Tom, that Giselle's like into like some witchcraft or something, and that's why Tom Brady's been so good, and now that they're broken up, he's not going to be good anymore. <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady's good. Tampa's just had a lot of bad wide receiver luck. I'm just. I love you. a good conspiracy theory. I love a good conspiracy that's theory. A, that's a Twitter conspiracy theory going you know around. Right Twitter needs to stop. That, that's. I, I would like to see that come to fruition. I hope that's like an actual thing. Like, what if they lose out for the rest of the season? That would be crazy. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I messy. wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at that because we Tampa in general needs a new quarterback, and if we lose out. We got dibs, so it's not the it's not the worst thing to happen. Not the worst I mean? thing. We got our Super Bowl. I'm chilling. I we got our Super Bowl. So I respect uh, it. That hey man, I was hoping Tom retired and we could just already rip the band-aid off, but they just want to drag this thing out, man. So here we are. 
Yeah, I thought he should have retired too, but too late now. I highly knew he should have retired, but they brought him back and it brought a whole bunch of new money to bums that Tampa decided to play to keep the championship team together. Anyways, looking at you, Carlton Davis. (laughs) All right, I'm going to get to the upset. There's a couple of upsets I liked. Uh, I wanted to take the Lions, but I'm unsure if Swift is going to play. I mean, I know Jamal Williams is good, so that might not matter. Unsure if Amon Ross St. Brown's going to play. Unsure if Sharks going to play. Like I don't know. I'm not trying to go, you know, Jared Goff against Bill Belichick with like no weapons. I mean, I know Hawkinson did really well, but not not feeling that one as much on the road. Um, so I'm going to go. Patriots with... might be Bailey Zappy. I mean, hey, he actually didn't look bad. So I mean, he didn't I... look terrible. He didn't. He didn't look. Ter- <laughs> he did not look terrible. He looked better than Brian Hoyer, to be honest. And the Detroit's <laughs> defense is terrible. So. Right, and the defense is terrible. I can't. I can't, in good faith, put any money on the Lions. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the home team here. I'm actually gonna go with the Browns. Um, going against the Chargers. Um, I think this is a very bad matchup for the Chargers in terms of trying to stop Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, we saw Damian Pierce have a very good game against the Chargers. Uh, he only got the ball 14 times and had over 100 yards. I know he had one run of 75-yarder, but, you know, it counts all the same. Uh, you know, then they, you know, D- Davis Mills didn't look terrible. Brandon Cooks had a good game. Uh, I'm just not liking that Chargers defense. You know, I guess we'll see if Keenan Allen comes back. Um, still not sure on the Chargers offense. You know, they hadn't looked good. They looked good last week against the Texans. Herbert's only one hit away yeah. from the yeah, sideline. That's what I mean. Those ribs, I know them ribs still hurt. Every team uh, is in the Texans. So. Right, right. The Browns, you know, I think Miles Garrett might be coming back. He didn't play last week because of the car accident. I'm not, you know, not sure, but I think he might play. He didn't have any serious injuries. I hope he doesn't rush it. Yeah, no, me neither. That looked terrible, the accident. Yeah, but I think he kind of walked away, you know, a little more unscathed than you would have guess looking at the pictures you know yeah, i'd be um, more concerned about the mental yeah i mean that's true too i mean i guess it's different for for all people you never really know you yeah. know like you know football could be a distraction for some people it could be you know something else for other people it just depends but even yeah. if he doesn't play i feel good i feel good in terms of the chargers not being able to stop the run the browns you know shortening the game controlling the ball a, J- a jacoby Brissett classic of 150 yards and no, no one. <laughs> uh, so that's that's what I'm feeling for my for my upset. A, a few upsets I liked, you know. I, I will say that I was very close to picking the Seattle Seahawks against the Saints, uh, but I'm a, I'm gonna go with the home team here. Go, that's go funny, Ronnie, because I feel the opposite. I didn't think that there were a lot of upsets that I felt confident in. Um, the two, aside from the one that I'm actually choosing, were ones that you mentioned as well: uh, Seattle at New Orleans, and then um, Detroit. Going against who they play? The Pat- uh, Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we At don't know home, they're playing the Patriots in New England. Yeah, yeah. But there's just so many question marks on the Lions' offense. Um, even though you know, um, obviously the Mike Jones, Brian Hoyer probably isn't playing. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many question marks on who's playing. Like Roddy said, you know, we don't know if DeAndre Swift is playing. About Ross St. Brown. Uh, like, does it matter? They are kind are of they loaded. hanging thirty on everybody. Like, yeah, Josh Reynolds look good. That's uh, what I'm saying. It doesn't <laughs> matter, bro. You know, it might not. Jared Goff is on fire, my guy. Yeah, so I'm actually going to go though. Um, the Colts over the Broncos. I'm still not fully convinced that the Broncos are going to be a good team. They seem like a 500 type ish team to me. Maybe just a little bit over. Uh, they could be a wild card, but I'm just not convinced. They have the talent, uh, but Javante is out. 
um, for the season. I'm not a believer in Melvin Gordon. I think he's washed. Uh, the Colts just beat the Chiefs. You know, they're rolling in with a little bit of momentum. I don't think the Colts are good either. You know, I think Matt uh, Ryan should have retired like two or three seasons ago. Hey, but Rodney might fight you for that. But he agrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a Thursday night game. Thursday night games tend to be ugly in general. Um, I think this is already a second primetime game that the Broncos have gotten, and they didn't look good. Maybe it might be the third. I don't know. But they haven't looked good on um, any of their other primetime games. Uh, going yeah, Colts. Stinker against the Niners. I will yeah. say I will say quickly on before we get to Pope uh, that that over under is at forty three and I cannot imagine how that game gets to forty three points. <laughs> I, I can't believe that forty three. Forty three and a half, so really forty four. You know, what yeah, I, was just like, wow. I I the Colts are averaging fourteen points per game this year, and the Broncos are averaging sixteen points per game. So, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know how the hell this is at forty three. So. They just think that it's just jump ball central. Just Pittman and Sutton are just going to be yeah, catching I, fifty yards. Touchdown. I guess. I guess. Like, you know, I mean, can Matt Ryan throw a fifty-yard touchdown? John Taylor hasn't practiced. He kind of got banged up. Uh, he's very... Russell Wilson's on the injury report. Yeah, yeah. he hurt his shoulder. Right. I meant to mention okay. that as well. Yeah. So, I I'm looking at the under for that game more than anything, especially for a quick turnaround. Uh, who's but... the Who's the Broncos' backup quarterback? Does it matter? Just, you know, out of curiosity, I think it's somebody like uh, Chase Daniel or something. No, it's not Chase no. Daniel. He's um he's on a team, bro. No. Go ahead. Uh, do your <laughs> – Look, why I'm you sorry. do your Google oh, – yeah, 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 it is like Brett Ripon. Brett Ripon. Ripon. I just looked it up. Yeah, but... yeah. I saw him play a game before. I think. It wasn't good. I promise yeah. you that. <laughs> career, right. career, so touchdowns, four interceptions. Go ahead. Bro. My <laughs> upset pick is actually going to rival someone else's lock. My upset pick for the week is going to be the Commanders over Tennessee. Oh, mm. trappy. So mm. I, I think, I think this is the definition of a trap game. To be honest we're, with you, um, we're giving Car- conflicting information right now, folks. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is. You have no idea which one is going to show up every single week. And the commander's defense is terrible, but it's mainly terrible in the secondary right now. And I'm not – if you're telling me Ryan Tannehill is going to have to carve it up, I, I kind of like those odds. Like, Traylon Burks is not playing, I don't think. So it's like Robert Woods. Like, if, if the commanders can't stop Robert Woods right now, <laughs> I, you know, I just have no other words. So to me, Derrick Henry is a problem, but he's the literal only problem that – the commanders are going to have to solve. And then Carson Wentz, I, I mean, I'm not scared of anybody really on the Titans defense. So I, I just Their secondary Carson isn't terrible. Those running backs. Their secondary isn't awful. Yeah, it's not it's not terrible, but I mean the commanders, if you think about it, Jahan Dotson's probably on paper. Play, but Curtis Samuel, you know, scary Terry. McClure. You still Logan got the, Thomas, yeah, uh, he's, he's stomping around somewhere. They have <laughs> talent. It's just like Carson. Just, just do the right reads, please. Like, don't do the hero ball. Take the boring plays. But that's my um, my upset right now is going to be the Commanders over Tennessee. I'm not do not believe in Vrabel right mm. now. Mm. Spicy, spicy. So no, so well, all three of us aren't going two and zero for this week. Clearly. Can't. <laughs> Can't. And I'm putting my eggs in the commanders right after putting my eggs in the Detroit basket last week. So, you know, hey, take my advice with green salt right now. 
<laughs> I gotta crawl out and get some get some street cred back. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think this is gonna be a big week for for the underdogs in general. Not even necessarily the win, but to cover because a lot of these lines I'm looking are just pretty pretty big. You know what I mean? Like I don't see how after you, I watched the Packers against the Patriots, how they're getting eight points against the Giants. I know we talked about the Giants, but I don't think that the Patriots are any better to be honest. Out there with their third string and taking the Packers to overtime. Uh, there's just there's a few like I said I talked about the Steelers getting 14 points I know the Bills yeah 14 is crazy slim it's a lot of <laughs> I mean uh-huh. look at look at the Chicago Vikings they're the over under is 44 right. I think That's Chicago is going to score close to 20 like I don't. I don't get that. Is one. the Vikings scoring forty of yeah, the forty-four clearly. points? Like what the? That just means Justin going? Jefferson's going crazy. Absolutely <laughs> on the bonkers. Bears. Oh, that's that's Justin Jefferson's that bonkers. <laughs> that means he's going crazy. Kirk Cousins <laughs> has a four touchdown day, or maybe yeah. five. Who knows? <laughs> I don't understand why that spread is forty-four points. You talk that's about the Colts Broncos? No, nah, that Bears Vikings one is nasty. Also, I will say another. I totally forgot about this lock or this upset pick that I almost picked. Uh, but ended up not. But I'm I will be betting it in real life. Is the Cowboys against the Rams getting four and a half points? No, nah, I thought about that too. Yeah, the Cowboys. I, I, I think the Cowboys are clearly a better team. Clearly, yeah. Argue that their quarterback is the better quarterback right now, and their defense is good. And we saw what the 49ers did to them. I don't think the Cowboys' defense is as good as the 49ers, but it's they're good. Close. It's know? close. Yeah. They're good. I don't it's think they have the line the 49ers have. They just have a Michael Parsons. Though. Yeah, they, they can he's, the he's legit. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's legit. But... Uh, he, he's a one-man, you know, then Lawrence on the other side isn't bad either. So, I mean. Nah, they're, yeah. they're legit. But Marcus the 49ers, Lawrence is well. I mean. You know, the 49ers on a slightly different level, but I would say that the Cowboys offense is a little better than the 49ers right now. Uh Ooh, yeah. a rush. It's, it's yeah. a little better. I think, you know, I obviously the, the 49ers have the crazy, you know, yards after catch, but they're very reliant on the big plays. Like I've seen the Cowboys, you know, go down 10 plays and actually score a lot more than I've seen the 49ers so far. So here's the thing Cowboys and 49ers both have scored 71 points so far on the season. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. Points I- against Cowboys 62, 49ers 46. Well, hey, well, some of that's cheating because the 49ers got a pick six last game. And they played the Bears. <laughs> they yeah. lost to the Bears technically, but yeah, they that, played the Bears. That, that <laughs> So, I mean, very, very equal teams, though, I would say right now in terms of if I'm ranking them in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. kind of. And I would rank them both. I think the Cowboys have a little bit more t- – I don't know. It's hard to gauge. Like the, but, again, they're both better than the Rams. So, yeah. I think the Rams are still getting that Super Bowl respect. You know, you, you look at a lot of casual betters, and they'll say, oh, look, the, the Rams are obviously good. They won last year, blah, blah, blah. But if you're really watching the games, it's not, it's not the same team. And I think it'll be a few more weeks before Vegas uh, acknowledges that. Yeah. And their Probably entire division is two and two right now. Yep. I think there's a lot of parity in the league right now. I think. Um, yeah, I think I think teams are just shaking it out. I think we'll we'll see the cream of the crop rise in a couple of weeks. It's a long season, so yeah. I think I think right now we're just seeing a couple of teams are gonna gonna just completely nosedive like every year, and we're just seeing a couple collapses early. Uh, the AFC West, I had a, I had that shoot. We argued what the first part of that we did of the season because the AFC West was like supposed to be this powerhouse and I was like dude it's the Chiefs and then there's a big gap because I don't believe in the Raiders I don't trust Denver 
And right now they're proving me right because they they all look a mess. They, they got all three, look a mess. they got three teams at five hundred. Not a lot of divisions can say that. They do. Not they not do. a lot. I mean, other than the NFC East, I think the NFC East is the one division that's clearly better than them. But say what you want, you know, they got three teams at at, at least two and two, one team at three and one, and the Raiders, you know, are a couple plays away from being two and two or three and one as well. So I I do feel you. We we see the, the Raiders hype, and Broncos sputtering. I mean, like the hype, Look, a lot of teams are sputtering. You know, we nah, get... the eye test tells you that the Raiders need to pack this season up. To be honest, I think I'm not um, a Derek Carr hater, but I think any Derek Carr led team is going to sputter. He's just <laughs> that type of quarterback to me. You know, he's inconsistent. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I never, I thought Devontae Adams would be enough to kind of, I don't want to say carry them over the hop. I didn't think they were Super Bowl contenders, but I thought, you know, they were definitely like a. It they couldn't make it. Tickets. They yeah. their defense was still abysmal. John Gruden made a lot of terrible picks. So it, the, the, I thought that they were a project, and Devontae Adams was just their first piece that they can get to sell some tickets to be in Vegas. But I didn't believe that. Like name name anybody on their defense besides Max Crosby. They don't have Chandler Jones anymore. Where's Chandler Jones at? Uh, <laughs> oh, he just got there. So Amir, yeah, he's there. Robinson or whatever, the dude that returned that fumble for touchdown. Amik Robertson. Yeah. yeah. He's a rook. <laughs> like, uh, like well, that's what I'm uh, saying. Like Abrams, their defense Abrams, is trash right now. He's very bad. I know Abrams. And also it's kind of cheating because I my my very close friend is the athletic the athletic reporter for oh Vegas. yeah you did the pod last week so yeah, yeah. So, I, so i probably know some insider yeah. info yeah. but i feel like the casual fans they're not naming any, oh, yeah. like they're not even pulling chandler jones out the wazoo they like where is he on the sack leaderboard right now <laughs> yeah like five sacks in one game and has been eating off that for like 12 months <laughs> <laughs> he got an entire five-year contract extension off just of, off of that off one of game five sacks and two force fumbles <laughs> off of a quarterback running into him and I think he ended the season with like seven or eight. Yeah, sacks he, ended, or yeah, like playing. he like he had more sacks that one game than all the other sacks. <laughs> Crazy! Oh, I've never seen anything like that. Got the bag. He got, he got he it got, out the way. He got to send Ryan Tannehill. He needed to stay in Arizona. JJ Watt had to get his heart restarted because he's the only thing on that defensive line. So he needed to stay in Arizona, man. For JJ, just for JJ, <laughs> for his man. <mass>, right? <laughs> yeah, like JJ Watt literally came out and was like, "Hey, I'm getting in front of a report." Um, I had to get my heart restarted, but like I'm gonna hit the gym tomorrow. I was like, "What? What? Like, Sit JJ, down. You almost died, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to play the game." Said, only I have atrial fibrillation or uh, AFib or whatever, and it was just like, "Yeah, I just you know, just a little kickstart. It's fine. I'll yeah. play on Sunday." PJ watched muscles is ripping off the bone. Yeah, like come on, sit, sit down, guys. Sit down. Like it's fine. It's fine. Your teams weren't going to win anyway. Just, just sit down. <laughs> You know, yeah. go go be a family man for a couple weeks and come back. Like I said, it's only week four, bro. Like <laughs> he could come back another week. <laughs> Joey Bosa already ripped his muscle off the groin. Like we're, I feel like we're back in football right now. You know, like these these headlines just every year the same ones. And that's before yeah. we even talk about two. We ain't even gotta get into that, but that's a whole. Uh, that we might have to say mm-hmm. that for next week. I'm gonna see if they play him this week. There's no, no they already said it. They already said Bridgewater starting this week. Yeah. Ooh. And I, I think that's just I, I think Jets. if like Jets are still being not favored, Jets are still know. the underdog in that matchup this week. Yeah, yeah I thought about that. Yeah, too. That Jets, that Jets Browns money line parlay is looking tasty. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad bet. Or or throw the Cowboys in there for maybe the Jets or all three. Like I'm 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 definitely throwing in some underdog parlays this week for sure. 
And Teddy looked terrible when they put him in Alaska. Actually, he did not look good at all. Yeah, he's not. He yeah, he's not. He's not that. Good and the Dolphins' defense is getting a little banged up. I mean, not to keep dragging the pot on, but I think the Cowboys, the Rams. This is your week. Like we, not many teams are on like high alert this early in the season. But I feel like if the Rams don't win this Dallas game, it's going to speak to the rest of their season. Like they have to win this game. Have to. Yeah, this is a big game. Like, this is a pivotal game, game, and we're in, what, this is, we're in week five. Like, it, this is a huge game for them, and they have to win it against Cooper Rush. I'm sorry. They have to win this game. Uh, well, I heard Dak to... might be coming back this week. Is he not? No. Jones, Jerry Jones just said Dak can't even grip a football yet. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's not. We'll, we'll have Cooper Rush, but. <sighs> All right, y'all. It's been a good pod. A lot of good picks. I'll be watching that Washington-Tennessee game very closely. Um, yeah, good, good, good work, fellas. Appreciate y'all coming on. Anytime. All right. Same time next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.